forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wish for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fun, seek treatment. If you're unlucky and Carm. And part, and this is Seek Treatment, a, <laughs> a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, getting in love. And the only are, podcast where botanists DM in and, and tell, tell us psychiatric like, advice <laughs> about us, even though they've never met us. Thank you, botanist community. Now, we are live from the studio, or we are coming with to you live. The one and only Henry Kapersky. Do you with, say Kapers or Kaper? I say Kapersk. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I say. And that's what okay. I say. But sometimes they call you Cope. Kapersky. Yeah. Sometimes they say, hey, where's Cope? People that like. I guess like have more of a European identification, say Koperski. Okay, like me. Yeah, like you. Yeah, that makes sense. Koperski. Or like someone from Europe. Uh, so me. <laughs> yeah. Should I go to Europe? Yeah. I just finished that book, Normal People About come, Ireland. It's when I go back to London, you should come with me. I would like to. I just finished the book, Normal People, which is famously about straight people in Ireland. And um, yeah, I read that too. I was going to go. I it just like okay. it. We decided. Who's it by? Sally, Sally Rooney. Rooney. I don't know that book. Oh. Bowen was like all about it for a bit. It's it's really mm-hmm. people are really talking it. People love. I love Sally it Rooney. I think she's amazing. Very highly to I me. loved her book Conversation with Friends so much. Well, I thought it was okay, brilliant. Maybe I'll start that one. Normal now. people. I was like, it was good, but I don't see why it's groundbreaking. Um, it didn't feel groundbreaking, but you didn't really connect with each character. Yeah, so it's it's nice when a novel is well written. Yeah, she she's a very good. At it writing. is nice when a novel. She's is really well written. It's rare. Oh, it's <laughs> rare. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. The way she was huge. What, what, is it her style choice that she doesn't use quotation marks? Yeah, she just kind of goes for it. It's like okay, like let her oh. do that. Let her do that. No, she can do it. She's amazing. Don't don't uh, build. I want to have Sally Rooney on, on the pod. Yeah. I think she would do it. We like to put this out there. Sally Rooney, we like to have Sally you. Sally Rooney, please DM Does me. Does she live here? Can she write about one single gay person for once in her life? Um, I don't know. She's probably writing about what she knows, Pat. Well, maybe we she's straight. Need a straight Irish woman to tell gay men <laughs> stories <laughs> from Long Island. <laughs> um, oh my god, oh the my sweetest god. gay from Long Island tried to come to Club Coming last night or two nights okay, ago. Okay, the sweetest. Well, what am I and second place? Too young. So am I second place? Or am I second place? You're not the sweetest. The sweetest gay. You're the sourest. <laughs> what, how do you know he's the sweetest? Like, what's your? He was nice to me, and he was young. Oh. He was young and nice to her. <laughs> on like in person or online? He came or? in person, and I felt bad because he couldn't get in because he wasn't old enough. Oh. And then I just, I just want to shout out to him. Hey. Oh, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, and I said, come back, come back when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> to huh. our fans, we I generally said, say, come uh, back when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> take, take a few laps around the sun, honey. And get home. I've, that's happened to people who get trying to go on a duplex show. It's like, can we let? Yeah. But you don't have to think about this. It's like, I, yeah, I know, you know, know what happened. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's like, how about in Ireland? Not to keeping up. Sally Ireland. Rooney. <laughs> no, Sally Rooney. In Ireland, it's funny that I know that this is true in Ireland only because of the real world, but it's like 18 is the drinking age. Yeah. I, know, right. I know that because Simon was on the real world Paris and he was from Ireland and he was like, I can drink in my home. I think town. the drinking age should be 18 everywhere. It's like, and who Simon, gives a shit? And Simon yeah. from Royal Paris was gay. And Leah from Royal Paris's little brother went to my high school and he was two years above me. His name was Pasquale and he was hot. But guess what? Mm. Everyone in every country is an alcoholic and binge drinking is a worldwide epidemic. <laughs> you know. No, yeah. I, th- I think if the legal age was 18, that would decrease binge drinking in college so much. It's because crazy. They're like overcompensating, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, I had my friend. <laughs> buy me like a $20 handle of vodka and I would just like take shots like alone before I went out totally. like that was like what we did yeah right 
Um, but anyways. So Henry, we're here because we want to talk to you about you having a problem. Me with having alcohol. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. Henry definitely doesn't have a problem with alcohol. If anyone does, it's absolutely me. <laughs> no, but you were so um, restrained in uh, not Ireland, Edinburgh. It was You're shocking. But Edinburgh that might be in Ireland. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, be, no one's not sure. No one's not no sure. No one's not sure. <laughs> no one everyone calling is sure. me. Uh, so Edinburgh's in Ireland. <laughs> My new tweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one blank. Ama- me. Okay, amazing, and amazing, hilariously, when everyone says no one blank, literally no one, literally no one ever <laughs> blank, 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 and it's me going. <laughs> 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 I just squeeze my toots for you guys. Um, um, no, here's the thing with me. It's like, yeah, when I have a goal or a commitment, like it was easy not to drink the first half of Edinburgh because I was like so fucking focused. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, in general, it's hard for me to say no. Mm-hmm. Wait, but I, I do feel like I told Pat this. That experience changed me in many ways. But one of the main things is that now, since being back, I've been drinking less because I don't need to as much, and because I'm now not a, uh, scared to spend a night alone in my apartment, which I used to be scared of. And what do you think cured that? I just for for two weeks, I was going to bed alone. Not oh. drinking, not doing anything, which I just never do in New York. So to be clear, Didn't she was away for seven weeks. <laughs> for two weeks, she was going to bed okay. alone. I know. No, I've been yes. alone a lot. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Wait, no, we want to edit that I, out. No, I went to bed alone basically every night. For I know. Seven I was weeks. just joking. But I was I trying to be a comedian on once the podcast. I, once I accomplished my goal, which was to win the fucking award, bitch, <laughs> then I had some drinks. <laughs> um, when we were texting, when you were in Europe, when I was back in the states, yeah. I told you I was like, "This is going to change your life." And look, now you're not afraid to sleep alone. I know the vacation was horrible. Henry, what would change? What would change my life? A vacation? Um, I don't know. You would what hate it, a vacation. I feel like you've already done some huge life changes, and you can just kind of coast on You've those. done some massive life changes. Okay, I'll coast. Moving forward. Yeah. How are you, Henry? What's going on with Welcome you? to our space. How are you? Answer it fully, completely, honestly. Say Whatever you're scared to say right now, say it. <laughs> um, I, I have no fears right now. I love that. Uh, that's wow. how I feel. I feel really good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've like it's so good to be home. What about your loved ones passing away? Um, <laughs> I know they'll always be with me. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> here. Saying, am I scared? Oh my, my god! Loved ones don't bring that <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, really yeah, morbid. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wait, why did I do that? No, you are so fucked up. You need to make some big life changes. I'm twisted like Stephen <laughs> King. <laughs> He's a freaky boy. No, you want to know something? The most selfless thing that I think anyone's ever done for me. My mom a few months ago emailed me, and I think someone she knew had passed away. Someone she knew's mom passed away, and she emailed me saying, "I want." you to know that when I pass away I, I want you to like continue to thrive and, and know I'll be with you and you don't need to feel sad or mourn and if I'm sick at the end of my life you don't need to put your life <gasps> on hold like can you believe that and obviously it made me wa- <laughs> it was I, I did cry when I read it I was like oh my god like that is a huge gift. Yeah. Um, I will take care of my mom if she's sick. But like, okay, Henry's mom is a drama queen. She is. A fucking attention grab, attention grabby slut. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Henry, like, let me just kidding. I met your mom. I love your mom. You've met my mom. We've all met your mom. We love your mom. She has. I don't think you're there. She's part of our community, Pat. But I would love for my mom to meet you. Yeah. Can she please meet me? I would love for my mom to see your stand-up. You're from. You're from Mish. I'm from Mish, again. Cold. Huh. Yeah, well, cold, in, huh? in the winter it's cold, but like in the <laughs> summer it's summer. kind of the same climate as New York. <laughs> it's it's the exact same climate as New York. Do you know what question I always have about climates? What? When in <laughs> hot in, in hot places, we're talking your Floridas, your Atlantas, Oy. your your Los Angeles even. Right. When it, even though they're always hot <laughs> year round, when it gets summer, 
are they hotter than it is here in the summer or is it just like the same hotness but then it's just that that for longer i feel like new york summers or just east coast summers are worse than la summers wow. heat wise because like gonna say the most cliche thing in the world that la has the dry heat um, oh my god and, and it really uh, makes a huge difference like it's manageable you don't LA's always cold in my experience when i was there la mm-hmm. felt comfortable being 40 degrees everyone was acting like it was when were you there february no yeah, February. I and like everyone that. was like, "This is the coldest it's ever been." I'm like, "I don't fucking believe you." Huh? Uber driver. You know, my favorite part of being in Edinburgh, or my top three, one of the top three, was that it was like in the 60s the whole time. The weather was perfect. Yeah, and I liked the rain. It would Me rain too. every day, but it was nice. It was like refreshing. And the rain like gives you permission to like just do you and not have to be like no. I know, yes. but when it's raining hard, sometimes it can feel like a lot's going on. I like that. I like it too. I, I like, like the sound of it. Sound of music. It's sound of music. You went <gasps> to Maria's room. I am 16, <laughs> going on 17. Oh, I love scene. when you sing old timey. Oh, me You're too. So good at it. We should do covers. Whoa. No, okay. We, we, really we don't like do covers, but like for fun one day we should. For fun one day. I yeah. really feel like Liesl Von Trapp was like the original teen. Like she invented yeah. being a teen. I agree. And like going to a gazebo mm-hmm. and like absolutely fucking there. No, gazebo yeah, yeah. culture is huge. <laughs> <laughs> I identified with Liesl so much. Oh my um, God, why? Well, because yeah, she was like this teen, like boy loving girl, but she also like seemed like kind of a prude at the same time, like, or mm. was tormented between that. And I feel like that's something that I experienced. Um, Growing up, like Ren Stevens from Even Stevens was my other idol. Totally. I feel like they're the same kind even, of person. For me, even as like a young, like six year old, like when a girl was sixteen, that was fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah. I was like six years old, being like, when a girl's sixteen, I'm addicted. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, I used to lay in bed and fantasize about like when I was sixteen, I would like wear a crop top to school, and if like my parents didn't want me to, I'd like wear a jacket over it and then take it off when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> I when I would watch like Ren Stevens, who was probably sixteen, like we I went to the moon in nineteen sixty nine, not nineteen. 68, but a year later. I'll say it again. Pat's a good singer. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you just don't try. I don't try. I don't know how to try. <laughs> I think, no, the thing try. is you do, like, because you, you just effortlessly sang quite well, oh. and it's because you didn't think about it, you just went for it, your, your gut came through. And okay, it, so give me yeah. the Tony Award now. Okay, Henry, but when did you absolutely own your sexuality? When did I own my sexuality? I didn't own it until I came out, I guess. Which but I know. Like, oh, sorry. What do you mean? What? When did you come out? <laughs> First, when did you come out? I came out freshman year of college. Okay. I know Classic. someone that you made out with in a field in Michigan. <laughs> what? At a festival. <laughs> do you know someone I made out with? Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we got. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Actually, I just forgot. Who? Wait, yes. Okay, we did. I know someone who you made out with at a festival. I think before, when you were closeted? No. No, 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 I wasn't closeted. No, this was like, like six years ago. Like, oh, really? Yeah, we. I was back in every year. My friends, we used to go to this festival in Ohio, in this like rural town in Ohio called Melon Fest, where they Melon celebrate Fest. melons, and it's a real thing. And um, and so I, we would like take a caravan from New York, and we would go <laughs> to this festival. <laughs> and uh, Catherine was in. Catherine was in a, a trance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you, you Understand? I mean, we're talking about Ohio. Like, I get it. <laughs> That's crazy. Have you been to Ohio, I kept Catherine? In with her, she was like, "I was like, oh my god, she's a statue." Wait, sorry. So you made out in a mel- at a melon fest? Yeah, like in a in someone's backyard at at a melon. I don't know. I it was like an after party of the melon festival. An after party of a melon festival. Get me out of this room. That's 
<laughs> this is what you missed I, out on not growing up in the Midwest. I thought you were oh, 16. Fuck. I thought you were like kind of the two closeted 16 year olds of the Midwest and you met up at a melon festival and made out in a field. Not the story. I did have a closeted sexual experience oh, when I was I 16. Never had Can you tell that. us about I've that? I've also left out. Yeah, I've actually been so. I, most of like my adult life, I've been so ashamed of it because I oh. lied about it so much in high school oh. that I still like tried to carry that lie. And then recently I've been like, wait. I'm like out and proud now. Like, why would I be ashamed of it? Um, Yeah, and when I was in uh, high school, I was 16, and I still wasn't sure if I was gay or not. But like, obviously, I like I knew deep down I was. Like deep down, you know you're a good singer. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry to come out. Yeah, (laughs) since he probably couldn't relate to being closeted, he needed to relate. (laughs) I like the terms you understand, Pat. (laughs) Analogous. What's um, an analogous situation packing yet? But it's funny, like, <laughs> remember I have a tearful conversation with my parents where I tell them I'm an amazing fucking singer. I'm a songstress. <laughs> I know. But anyway, uh, so my saw junior year of high school is when I finally like, like, became somewhat attractive. Like, I kind of grew into myself a little bit. My skin got a little better, and so I had like a little bit of confidence. And I was like, maybe I could be in a romantic situation with someone. Oh. And I was in marching band, yes. and there all was great a great stories began. Allison yes. Hannigan. That's a quote from Allison Hannigan. Yeah. And American Pie. All great stories. Put began. a flute in my pussy. American Pie took place in my hometown. No, the story yeah, the guy who wrote it is from East Grand Rapids. Whoa. Which is in Michigan. And wow. Yeah. So um, you're making out in Melon Festival as he's fucking pies. Your town's a kinky, slutty paradise. It, and it is because it, it's like, when I was growing up, it was like a very like religious right-wing Republican. Like they call kinky it the Michigan paradise. Bible Belt. Yeah. Michigan so Bible. that breeds like yeah. lust and totally. shame. promiscuity and Wait, shame. So, so you're like in marching band. I'm maybe in marching maybe band. I can, maybe I can be romantic. have something touch my penis. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I, I still wasn't clear about like what, like who I was attracted to because yeah, like I said, deep down I knew I was interested in guys, but like I, I didn't even, I was so sheltered growing up. Oh. I didn't know that being gay was like even real. Totally. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Um, Do you have resentment about that at all ever? No, I, I used to resent how sheltered I was. Like I didn't know like any Nickelodeon shows. I didn't what? know that oh, gay wow. people existed. Well, like, that was not like Nickelodeon. You know that when I was art. like, when I was <laughs> that like, wasn't even um, on SNCC. <laughs> when I was like seven or eight or something, my, my mom and my dad like, Pulled me aside and explained like what being gay was, and like, and if you are, that's okay. That's incredible. I would have killed for my parents. Stepped and then that. I freaked yeah. out and thought I was, and I was like, "What if I'm gay?" And I'm like, "It's okay. That's the whole point." And I was like, "Ah!" That's that so profound. Me so much pain. That's not, yeah. That's so amazing. No, I truly didn't know they existed. Or and yeah, I was just so behind in pop culture. Like whenever oh. we would go to a hotel, we didn't have cable, and when we'd go to a hotel, wherever we were, I would just want to stay in the hotel and like catch up on cable TV. Good, and watch. you deserve that. Um, but my parents wouldn't let me, so I was just always behind but that's why you're a good culture. reader yes i did i was an avid reader and except i haven't read sally rooney but and i but you i don't think you'd like it because you like fantasy and stuff no but i like real things too <laughs> no you can't cool. you can't like both Wait, do you guys know about elena okay, ferrante he's yeah he's bi he likes fantasy and you, real things what i purchased that book months ago i've not started it oh, oh my book? god I'm, i need to buy a new book okay right after this there's an author named elena ferrante and she, no one knows who she is that's like her pseudonym she's like a mysterious woman okay it's me she wrote the, my brilliant <laughs> okay, friend me. <laughs> yeah so and she has a series called the neapolitan novels the first one's called my brilliant friend there's a show on hbo out now it's their first um foreign language series and it's the most beautiful thing i've ever watched and the books i devour them it's about like a girl growing up in like 1940s naples which i had no Art interest Art in Art sure sure and i had no interest <laughs> In a little girl living in Naples, um, but then, That's how I but feel. It, like a friend gave it to me, he was like, "You have to read this." So I read it, 
and I actually read it on a flight to Italy and it's like a big book. By the end of the flight, I had finished it. And then when I got to Italy, I searched all over Rome looking for a bookshop that had an English copy of the sequel and I found it. Wow. And I I read, yeah, they're so good. Elena Ferrante. It's like Call Me By Your Name but for straight girls. No. Cool. But you're not too far off of that. It's in Italy. It's in Italy. After all. You know, I spent years romanticizing Italy and then I finally went and I was like, your parents that is something that. um okay my pattern update today i accepted your friendship i knew it. i was like well now he comes around i, I, I don't uh, the I pattern haven't map. read we should read our thing What's i haven't pattern? looked at it yet. i saw you accepted it, it was pattern the pattern it's, it's this like astrology astrological app, app. Wait, yeah better than co-star better i think it is better yeah Deeper. um but <laughs> and you when you connect with someone it'll tell you their relationship and it was like you and Catherine have more not in common than you do in common they said it much better than this but you enjoy each other's company and you not liking Italy is an example. <laughs> wait, what about well, me I and like you? Italy. What about you me have to get on the pattern for me what? to find out. Wait, also, wait, so you're in marching band. You're like, maybe oh, you right. can touch my penis. I was in marching band, confused about my sexuality. And then there was this freshman, excuse me, freshman mellophone player. Do you know what a mellophone is? Melon look festival. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a melon festival is. Does it look like I know what a mellophone is? <laughs> He's like, don't talk because we're, we're so A mellophone bad. is. Don't treat us like we're smart, Henry. Treat us, talk down to us like we deserve. So, do you know what a French horn is? Loosely. Like, yeah. I know that's a candle stick holder from Christmas time. <laughs> that, that's true, yeah. It's like a really curvy one. Like, in like, like hundreds of years ago, it was used as like a hunting horn. Like, they would blow the horn and the dogs would come Oh, running. I love that. Yeah, hunting culture is crazy to me. I see it on I Southern actually Charm. I kind of love it. They're letting dogs chase, <laughs> letting dogs chase rabbits. Hunting culture is crazy to me. No, it's Wait, crazy. Is it the, the succession episode? Oh, that's something of not Southern Charm, but there is a Southern Charm episode, but the Succession episode too. That episode. I so have good. been wanting to watch Succession, and my boyfriend like won't watch it. You have to Wait. watch it. And I've said, I've said Catherine likes it, and he said, "No, I don't want to watch it." It is I the thought, greatest show. It's I thought never in a million years will I like this show. Uh-huh. Now when I watch this show, this is me. <laughs> What's gonna happen next? Wow. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it by myself, even if I have to. <laughs> um, and I love Shiv in that show. Watch Shiv? it by yourself. Shiv is this amazing, strong female character. Wow. Have you okay. ever heard something so amazing? Siobhan. No, a strong Siobhan female Roy. character. Okay, yeah. Siobhan I'm Roy in. in gorgeous pants. Smartest, smartest person in the room. Okay, succession. I'll watch it. Tonight, even. Karen um, Culkin. Oh. <laughs> Wait, but that's how I, I connect with Karen Culkin. That I love it, Because it, it's like now we're learning about him that he needs to feel shame to like feel sexually yeah. excited. Don't Don't, don't give it away. Yeah, don't yeah. give it away. And um, we're coming on a podcast where we talk about anything under the sun. Okay, you're right. I and do that includes the ending of... No, stop. Don't, don't spoil it for him. I know. Whatever. And maybe there's another Pets. listener out there that's been thinking about watching it. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I was going to be really vague. Okay, fine. I won't I won't talk about my sexual journey as it pertains to a character on Succession, which feels completely... <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like, like Italy. antithetical I'm to what we try to do I here on this so podcast. I felt so at home in the UK with the... the, the energy there and the, the vibe and the weather and the look like yeah. that's where I feel at home and Italy is like a completely different energy that I wasn't ready uh, for sure 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 wait so you're in marching band you're like maybe someone can touch my penis one day <laughs> and the other thing that I'll say the last thing I'll ever say in my Please. entire life people were telling me like oh you don't like Italy because you're alone and it's a romantic place I'm like that's not romantic to me what's romantic to me is being like in the rain like in a room okay so I would when I was in Italy, pause on the marching band story. Okay, it, it I I was alone. I was single. It was after a breakup, and I was. Which we're gonna get into, and because we've heard the other side of the story on this pod. It's time for you. Oh, I know. Yeah, I listened to we that episode. We love to have exes on the pod. Eyes current, are rolling current. back into his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was happy he was able to express himself, and we're really cool now. And we're doing a show together oh all of December. So please include please me. Come. Please include me. I will include you. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with that song. 
Oh, Rockefeller Center. We're just talking about Matt Rogers. Santa Claus, you okay. got caught. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. I know Matt Rogers is brilliant, and yeah, we're so in Italy. We're actors, but we're now see, we're friends and collaborators. Show and Henry and his and Henry's Christmas show with Matt. Yeah, and it's. I think it's also when the people that know like the journey we've been on together. I think we'll find it even more special. Wow. So, so listeners of the pod, listeners after of the pod. this episode, we will have heard yeah. both sides. <laughs> so I was in Rome after my breakup, and I met my friend Matteo and I Matteo Lane has he been on this pod no oh Oh, we need to have him on yeah Yeah, well we were in Italy we were both single and we went to a gay bar Uh and I this guy named Claudio was there Claudio and I started talking to him I know yeah he and he was just like gorgeous he was like in his early 30s but looked like early 20s like Mm, this magical person not that People in the early thirties don't look hot too. Um, yeah, actually, I don't like that. I wish it was. I wish he was early thirties. Looked like he was mid thirties. This was a few years ago before I, I had like matured, so I was still into like people around my age. But now, yeah, I do find mid thirties more attractive than twenties. Anyway, um, we met this guy named Claudio, and we started talking. And Claudio is a classical pianist and oh a judge, like a judge of like official of Italian <laughs> <laughs> courts or whatever. And she was like very successful. And we exchanged numbers. The next day, he texts me on WhatsApp, and we s- and he's <sighs> like, "Do you want to ride around the city on my moped?" Oh, I took ah! it there. That's all I want. This is the Olsen twins. That's that is Hillary Duff. McGuire, yeah. Lizzie McGuire. Yep, I know. That's all I want. That's I all almost of it. So I went and met him, like in. Fiestro Square or whatever and he took me on his moped and we drove all over we drove into the country we went to like the ancient Roman aqueduct it was the most magical thing are in the you world. on the back like your legs kind of yeah my, I was like straddling him oh. like holding on to him wait so did you end um, up making love with one another of course um, oh. and the best part, T or B T or B uh, B perfect so perfect um, for that situation and he had me and Mateo both come over to his like beautiful apartment and he had this grand piano and he played and he's like brilliant and so I could be like, uh, do you know this Chopin piece? Play the Waldstein Sonata. Play this. And he would. And he would just play them for me. And I was just like sitting on the couch and just watch. It was the most magical like Italy experience you could ever have. I'm, fu- I'm furious. Um, Whatever happened to Claudio? Well, so then it, it got bad. Matteo warned me. Matteo's it got bad. Italian. It got bad. And Matteo was like, Henry, Italian men are crazy. Like he's going to become racist. obsessed with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's Italian so he I can know, say I it. And... Uh, I don't know. He's going to become obsessed with you. Okay. There's so, worse things in the world than Claudio being obsessed with you, Henry. <laughs> no, so, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, there's great. There's war. There's famine, Henry. <laughs> so I was like, great. Let him become obsessed with me. Um, let him eat cake. But he did. So Mateo and I part sugar of- ass in his face. You know, am I right? Yes, am I right? yes. Am I right? Am that's I right? what I was going to say. Um, so Mateo, uh, eventually we part ways. Mateo goes back to the United States. And I had a whole rest of this trip to stay. And I was going to Florence next. And Claudio was like, let me come with you. And I said, Great, this Italian guy w- is going to come with me to Florence. And the sex was amazing, obviously. It was Fine. actually too intense for me. Um, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> now we've heard, heard everything. everything. I, I would say that I'm like a pretty vanilla person. Me too. When it comes to sex. But if I was with Claudio in Italy after the moped, I would be like, yeah, let's do this intensely. I just felt like he had like <laughs> some anger that he lets out in sexual oh. ways. And it wasn't like abusive, but it was like, 
I was scared sometimes. Oh, that sounds. But then I, I was can. also like under such a spell of like Italy yeah. and pasta. I could see it only and... being scary because weirdly because you're in a foreign country. You don't, and for some reason having sex with an angry stranger in a foreign country <laughs> seems scarier. And yeah, that's right. definitely scary. <laughs> but since he, but I knew he had with a... an angry stranger when you're in a foreign country. <laughs> but I, weirdly, to me, sounds scary. <laughs> so I really get where you're coming from. But he had. I could tell he had a good heart because of the way he plays music, and he oh, works for oh, the Italian government actually that's not no. reassuring. And a lot of guess um, what guess what hitler played music stop it Did he? i don't know he was true. a painter <laughs> i don't know that's true he was a painter um where was I? oh yeah so we he <laughs> says he's gonna come to florence with me we take a train to florence and he we get to like our airbnb and i want to like go explore see el domo or whatever and wander it's natural, around. It's natural, natural. Like yeah. and he he like didn't want to go he was like no let's let's make love in the airbnb oh my god and i was like no i want to go and he like got upset and, oh and so then i i ended up leaving i went to <gasps> like a church service at the big dome thing in florence and and when i got out he was waiting outside no. and i didn't tell him i was going there um no. and then he like bought me like dinner someone was really nice so I was like, okay, this is like anywhere, but whatever. And then um, he had to go back home to like go back to work to be a judge. And Thank God. He's a, wait, he, wait, and he's a judge. You missed yeah. that. He's a judge, not I, just are a you character. Listening? No, I knew. Pat. I knew he was a judge. I knew he worked for the Italian government. I know he was a judge. He's a Henry judge. said that. I'm picturing yeah. him in a curly wig. Curly no, wig. No, no, no. Curly wig. No curly wig. Curly wig. Curly wig. Like beautiful, like thick black hair. Oh and, like, my um, God, I'm so horny. But it looks young twenties. Imagine you're. You're a gay judge. You're a violent gay judge. Can I just paint you a picture? Can I just paint you a picture? You're in Italy. You're standing trial for murder, right? Your judge is a as a gay who looks twenty something. I mean, is there a fate worse? That's a fate okay. worse than that. Something bad about Italy. It, that's it's like the in of itself. Just standing that trial. So Italy's very homophobic. So he was closeted too, which is actually hotter as yeah. we all know. That's why he's um, angry in sex. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Duh. duh. Um. But yeah, I would like try okay, to hold hands with him probably. when we were like walking down the streets, and he wouldn't hold my hand. Which and that felt weird too, because then in inside he was mm. like so like ravenous. Um, anyway, uh, it was his day of leaving, and we were like sitting on the bed, and before he like left to get on the train to go back to Rome, and he was like, "Henry, I want you to marry me." Oh, and, how have I, I heard like, this? I'm, I've told it on Mateo's podcast. Too. You've been um, proposed drag to. Me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Haven't you listened to every episode of every other comedian's podcast? I think I was like confused um, with Mateo because someone reached out to me to do a comedy show, a comedy festival, oh, yeah. and they were like, "They were like, we've already booked your partner in crime, Emma Wilman." And I'm like, what? "I've never, I love her comedy. I've never met her in my life." <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. You guys are very different. I okay, you're saying I have a bad body? No, <laughs> no, no, the not at all. Okay. okay. Henry now has called me healthy twice in my life. <laughs> and now he says I'm the opposite of Mateo. Henry and Pat, can I tell you guys something? When I was in Florence recently, and I was with some friends who wanted to go to a gay club, we ring this secret buzzer. This woman opens the door. She's 300 years old, smoking four cigarettes. She opens the door and she goes, gay? And we're like, yeah, we're gay. And she's like, points at me. She goes, no, wouldn't let me in. No women. Wow. Gay. Gay's girl. Gay's girl. Gay. The way she said gay was the... Uh, I'll never forget it. It's yeah. a soundbite that is gay. Wait, so, so Claudio. <laughs> so Claudio asked me to marry. So Claudio asked me to marry. Me. And I was like, my, I was going to Spain next and then Germany. I was like, had this. I don't have time to get married. <laughs> I don't have time to get married. Also, I was just like. like a scheduling issue. Yeah, and this was also just like a post breakup thing. I was just like going around having. I wanted to have. Also, like, you didn't want to get married to Claudio. <laughs> You're giving like all these other reasons. That's like, okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The point is, though, like, I, you know, I was post breakup, just wanted. I wanted to have a lover in every country I yeah. went to. Um, that's kind of it. So I was just like 
we were in such different places, me and Claudio. Yeah. And so I had to be like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm, I have a, a whole rest of the trip and, and the rest of my life. And you are um, angry having sex. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was just really awkward. And he, like, cried, which is oh. actually the worst part. Um, because then I felt like a bad person for not agreeing to marry this person yeah. I had known for five days. I have to um, say, there's a huge cries. part of me that's really sad you said no. Because <laughs> that would have been a beautiful we, wedding. Yeah. I, you know what I hate to say is that sometimes when, God, almost always, when a man has cried in front of me, I've fucking hated it. It's... Hmm. No, it's like, I should be like, yes, men should be sensitive. I want I them to... But in my gut, I'm just like, please stop. Please do you know, stop, do you know stop. what I'm thinking? The Dawson gif. I'm not thinking of that. The, the Dawson gif, James Vanderby crying from Dawson Creek season three. I Never seen. Oh, it's him crying. He doesn't look attractive. He didn't have Nickelodeon. Okay. I, I think vulnerability in men is like so important and I value it, especially straight men. But, and, and I have to, it's a risk to say this um, because so I've been to a few straight weddings recently and exactly. whenever the straight men cry, like with the groomsmen or whatever, everyone goes nuts. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, they were all crying. Oh and I'm just like, Big deal. Like, I know. Who but cares? Yeah. Like, you cried. Like, I cry once a month. Yeah, See, yeah, this yeah. is probably not enough. But, but you know what? I it's like, definitely not enough. Ne- yeah. Necessarily not. Ne- but necessarily not when someone's a man's crying. It necessarily not is hot to me. But I saw so this moment at a wedding. Someone talking. Man. Kind of hot man. Talking, talking, talking. He gets choked up, catches himself, waits a full, like, 12 minutes before he can speak. <laughs> and he's like, and you can tell he's like holding he just oh. like is waiting to speak again but it was hot he didn't end up crying but huh. it was like if I talk right now I'll cry so let me just wait a second interesting I wept on Wednesday I wept haven't, on wow. Wednesday I haven't cried I wept on Wednesday <laughs> write it down on Wednesday. I haven't cried in over three years that's I like so that fucked up I would like that, to that is a problem cause yeah huh. all to say like I, I I think the reason I get annoyed when people get obsessed with men crying at weddings is because it shouldn't be celebrated mm. like it should be normal yeah mm-hmm. like and then we would find men hot when they cry. That's I don't beautiful. not want to cry. Yeah, no, I, I think you're. Uh, hmm. That's what makes, the night I came home in Edinburgh. I was like, eating a crepe, and you were like going, you were going off on that subject, and it was so true and funny. Oh my god, was I drunk? No, maybe I don't know. Wait, so you're in marching band, and you're like, maybe someday someone can touch my penis. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're by you're by a, you're a melon scooping French by horn that ass bite. boy. <laughs> Melophone, which is a French horn that you can march with. Um, Finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the cliffhanger to the second half. Find out what the fuck a melophone is. <laughs> but finally, a French horn that I can actually march with for once. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what's a French horn you can't march with? No, because you have That's to That's like hold. when Taco Bell came out with the Crunchwrap Supreme, and they were like, look, finally, a Taco Bell meal that's portable. It's, it's like, like, you yeah, can hold we, a taco. You can bring it, you can also hold a taco. <laughs> no, with French horns, you have to rest it on your knee, kind of, and you... Uh, okay, oh, enough about the French horn. So wait, so a French horn then maybe isn't the Christmas time candles that holders. <laughs> no, it is. It is. You're just... You can, march, you can march with that. <laughs> I don't think you... You have. You need to try, and then you'll know that you can't. The um, candlestick holders I'm thinking of, you can march with. <laughs> and me and my brother used to ch- bl- try so hard to blow into them. Blew in the face trying to play these candlestick holders, but they weren't real French horns. Hmm, and we were, we thought if we could just blow harder. B in the F. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay yeah. Hey, get your mind out of the gutter, hot and right. Just because you're out and embrace your sexuality, you can be nasty towards me. <laughs> okay, so there's a revolutionary cutting edge technology. Uh, <laughs> French horn that you can actually march with. Okay, right. now now we're in the twenty first century. And yeah, and I would. Oh, was it invented by Steve Jobs? <laughs> and I will say, one of the greatest minds of our time. <laughs> he looked at the French horn and said, "What if you can march with it?" <laughs> no one ever been brave enough to think about that. Alexander Graham Bell to borrow from the earlier theme. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Investors shilling out millions. Stop, <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> they ran um, to the patent office. Stop it. Oh my god. Okay, Melon Baller. <laughs> okay, so there's a mellophone player. He's a freshman. And and I there's that indescribable like oh. connection that all gay men have, even if they don't understand that they're mm-hmm. gay. It's like all takes place in the eye contact moment and we like made eye contact. Mm-hmm. And he was also very nerdy like me, like Star Wars, Harry Potter, blah blah blah. And we just kind of became friends. I played tenor saxophone in marching band, and they often do stand next to each other in a traditional marching band. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he played the mellophone? No, no, Stop no, it. Tenor saxophone. <laughs> oh, you're not, you you're not allowed to talk about that I've never anymore. played a mellophone. Then why, why was that introduced? Because he, he plays played, a, That's what I just asked. Are I you just said he plays a mellophone, and you're like, no, he plays a tenor saxophone. Sorry, you are not you listening. You. you are not listening. I am He's listening. a gay judge. You're not. <laughs> he plays the mellophone. They can be different people. There's more than one gay person in the story my god this isn't tv he plays the mellophone you play the tenor saxophone which you say it with me ken march with (laughs) yes easy to march with the tenor you have a neck strap it's um easy okay so we become friends and then i I can't remember how oh one time we like decided to hang out after practice oh and he lived by me and i had my license because i was 16 and yeah and i and i and i offered to like really I couldn't, couldn't? I couldn't drive my car to school till November of my senior year. It's psycho. That's like New York State law. It's a Northeast mm-hmm. thing. Whoa. It's a Northeast thing. That's why me? I face, it's my Facebook secret group. It's a Northeast Look thing. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. 14 years old on Thanksgiving. My mom sends me drives her car to buy whipped cream for Thanksgiving pies. 14 oh years old God. in the BMW. <laughs> 14 years old. My nightmare. It's fully illegal in every way. Oh yeah. You should take your cousin with you. <laughs> take oh my, my cousin God. with you. <laughs> Wow. My cousin married. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Thanks to that trip. <laughs> I said, don't turn out like she me, kid. Her husband. What'd you get? Whipped cream? Whipped cream. Whipped cream. Okay. A cool whip for the pies. Cool whip, yeah. And they're, are Cool Whip and Whipped Cream the same thing? No, 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 no. Right. Oh, they're close. I can't stand Cool Whip. Whipped Cream is, what no. I love is a can that sprays. That's, that's yeah. what I love. That's Ready love Whip. That cool, cool Whip yeah. is whipped cream. Okay, and Ready okay, okay. Whip is whipped cream. They're different kinds. So I love okay. Ready Whip. Cool Whip, I hate. Cool Whip is you, you get a spoon and it tastes like right. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's actually their, their catchphrase. <laughs> you, get <a> spoon <laughs> and you get a spoon and it tastes like shit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Anyways. He's, right. He lives near you, and you can drive. He lives near, and I can drive. So I, <laughs> we, we like, I'm like, oh, I can give you a ride to marching band practice. Like we're both completely on the same page, clearly, but none of us know how to say it. So we start like giving rides, and then we start hanging out after band practice at night. And then I guess like one time we like parked in a parking lot, and then of course oh we God. made out. Wait, 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 wait. How did it happen though? Because yeah. I've given people rides home in high school where I was like, yeah. you know, you have those crushes on boys, and you're like, I remember driving someone home, having a full boner, mm-hmm. driving someone home. And then being like, uh, for some reason, I thought maybe we could make out or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, right. maybe he'll invite me in to get what? Like, Aww. how do you make them? Like, how did you pull into a parking lot? I, I, th- it was just, we, like I said, we were just on that same wavelength the whole time. And it was like we were being controlled by like a greater God or something. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We were just like knew what to do. Like, I, it just made sense for me to like pull into, I think it was like the parking lot of like, can I ask if it was Best Buy? A blockbuster. Close. Wow. Very oh, close. that's beautiful. Same color scheme. Yeah. And Best Buy is that non Best Buy, Blockbuster, BB. Really? That was a, like a psychic moment. I knew. You. No, I, I'm a little psychic. Yeah. I've always thought that. I, yeah. I know it's true. No, I, I, if he has a feeling about someone, I, I, and I had a feeling on the way here about someone. Blockbuster? No. Oh. On the way here, I had a feeling. I already oh. forgot. I know. Wait, who was it? That's my what? name on a piece of paper. I know, but that's... <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh edit that out. That's a shame. Okay. 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 I gotta know. So, um, 
So we, we go to like, yeah, behind a blockbuster or something, RIP, and we are in the car and yeah, I can't really remember. We just like, I just, uh, the important part that I remember is that we made out and we're like instantly completely in love. Like Aww. I was like, my soulmate. Wait, how was the makeout? That's your first, your first boy kiss? kiss? I, it was my first boy As kiss. As you were doing it, were you having You kissed a girl? Yeah, I, kissed, I had a girlfriend in eighth it. grade who okay. we didn't speak to. We, we Love like, that. You know, we like passed notes. I'm and jealous would, of her. Like, look at each other in the hall. <laughs> yeah. but talk, She's a doctor now. Talk about um, that feeling. You're in a parking lot of Blockbuster Video with a, with a mellophone player of all people. And you, <laughs> as you're going in for a kiss, are you like, oh my God, this changes everything? Yeah. The, I was or are you like, like, I'm so excited. This is like crossing the threshold. Like, yeah. I can't go back. And it was, I still remember it, like the feeling. I can feel it now. Like yeah. the most intoxicating, totally. like, yes. insane feeling in the world. Your My whole yeah. body, like, Ignited how do you thought fire. about it? Have you thought about it forever? Had you thought about it forever? I haven't thought about it in forever. No, had you thought about it forever, kissing a boy one day? I guess, like, kind of, because I, I still wasn't sure if that was a real thing I could do. Yeah. So. But that's so, so when exciting. It, yeah, doing it. it was, yeah, like, the most thrilling feeling oh. of Is there tongues? my life There's to that tongues. point. There's tongues. Oh, yeah. Like, Did the, you guys the have most. sex eventually? We, um, not real sex, not like full gay sex. But yeah, you got naked. Some, you got, um, there was some touching. Yeah, we got. That's thrilling. Yeah. To get naked. So we became like boyfriends and we were in love with each other, like complete, or we thought but we were like completely in love with each other. But like, you know, looking back, like we were just like enjoyed like being boys, able to like. You suck dicks with each other. Yeah, yeah. But it, I've never been really into dick sucking or having my dick sucked. Really? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, so I'm much into. more about like the rest of the body. We were just saying how much we love choking on. Cox. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> I also, we were just saying that. <laughs> we, got, we got a coffee this morning. I got an almond croissant. I said, let's do cock. I also yeah. don't like dick pics. Like, if you send me a dick pic, I will not think it's hot. I think it's mm. ugly, even. But the dicks I, just, I build up, it's so funny. I'm realizing through the podcast, every single sexual act, I have such an, an intricate narrative in my head that I like play <laughs> out secretly. Yeah. But with dick sucking, I kind of create the situation where it's like, a boss or something and it's someone who I we're in a corporate setting actually yeah. and for some reason and I'm the boss might be even my wife's dad sometimes but it's like I've <laughs> noticed th- I've noticed this person like all the time and I've thought about his body constantly and yeah. I'm definitely secretly gay in a way that I fully know but I'm just like I will never come out of course and this this one guy I literally cannot stop thinking about his body and maybe we've been in a pool together and wrestled in the pool or something mm-hmm. and then I've been like, like a, a work party. and I've always just pictured his dick and wanted to see his dick so bad uh-huh. and then finally one day not only am I seeing his naked body but I have this dick that I've wanted to see so bad yeah. that I can't stop thinking about what does this dick look like finally not only is it out but it's physically in my mouth like wow. that is thrilling to me I'm gonna go on the record saying I, I like a dick pic you know if, I'm, if, I, if it's solicited I don't mm. love a dick pic or need one I get yeah. I, I get horny like when I'm having sex sometimes I picture like I picture like his dick and I picture that it's like going inside me and that like I really like that totally that's like yeah. pretty basic pretty basic want but it's like <laughs> but when, I really, yeah. when I really picture like the dick itself I get really like when I know that it's hard and I can see like the way it is yeah yeah especially if it's um if if they're uncircumcised and then it like comes out like and then when it's hard it's, like you, you can see it all like that's hot I've right, never right. I, I never have uh, dealt with the uncircumcised oh. never? how no. is that possible? I, because I literally haven't had that much sex before my relationship what? yeah I, I thought you'd I actually had assumed that you slut. did. No, couldn't get lucky not for a slut, a just like, Not that it's bad. You had, you had yeah. like a, you had some f- a phase. What? Where I was hooking up a lot? Yeah. Never with an uncircumcised. Hmm. That's okay. That's beautiful even. Um, so then you fall in love with this guy. We fall in love or we think we're what in love. What was his name? Or no, sorry. I, I won't say his name. That's uh, I don't know why. <laughs> Best of social but, security number. 
<laughs> it's no uh yeah we we like fall in love and we like did i would like go to his place like all his place his childhood parents, home yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the time his and, place. <laughs> and his parents didn't get they like worked normal hours so they wouldn't get home to like 6 p.m or whatever Perfect. so we'd have like two hours and uh. we would just like you know make out and like do whatever the whole time yeah one time though his mom came home early and we were both fully naked <gasps> and it was the scariest moment up of my life up yeah until then and i i managed to I'm sorry, I'm saying Oh, sorry. I managed to uh, get my clothes on before she got in there. We both did. And obviously, like, clearly we were, like, doing something we weren't supposed to. Yeah. Um, what was her vibe? She she was just, I think she had, like, a hard day at work. She was, like, an unhappy woman. And she was just, like, <laughs> didn't really have time. I'll be winning my Oscar for that role. Catherine <laughs> <laughs> well, Cohen in an unhappy beautiful. woman. <laughs> this, this boyfriend, both his parents are now in gay relationships. They got divorced. Whoa. And, wow. Yeah. So probably she, like, was, like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be mad at this, but I'm actually gay secretly, too. And yeah. So I'll just let this what, slide. Can I, yeah, can we know? First of all, I want to know how it ended, and then where is he now? Um, okay, so it ended. There was this other girl that we were both friends with, and oh, I want to say her name so badly, but I won't. And she, um, she was also like in band, and Melanie. she, Melanie, and Melody. she was like Melody. She was I'm a girl. Band. Like this girl was like talented and smart, but because she wasn't a popular girl, like she was not happy with yeah that like her um, circumstances. That that's really close to her name. Wow! I'll tell you after. Um, Catherine's writing names. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, um, we're gonna find out how it ended when we come back. That's right. Okay. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.